Make room for sports. Make room for sports. Make room for sports. All right, welcome to the NBA Championship special episode of Make Room for Sports, uh, our game for analysis. With me, I have Dave Dominique calling in from Finland. This is the sound of me cracking a giant beer called Sauna 3. <laughs> huh. Wow. Uh, and Mike Lochran in from Philadelphia. Uh, yeah, live from my mom's house in scenic Lambertville, New Jersey. Okay, whichever. Yeah, whatever. I didn't. Um, yeah, yeah. Error, an instant error and omission. Thank you. Shout, shout out to my mom. Um, and uh, Mikhail Britt uh, up in the Bay Area. Yeah. Yeah, okay. All right, <laughs> oh. well... Oh. Ah. Mikhail, that's cool, right? Inspiring. The way I didn't I just, say anything was cool, right? I mean, I mean in some circles. Yeah. <laughs> um, so we decided, uh, we do, like, this podcast, of course, brings you um, ill-informed sports analysis and also, to the moment, uh, sports news. And because... Sorry, we, can I interrupt you? Yeah, go ahead. I feel like it sort of sounded like you said informed sports. sports. I know it's not what you said, but it sounded like you said we were informed. And we are informed about certain things. Oh, did you mean to say informed or uninformed? I said, uh, I meant to say uninformed. Oh, okay, cool. <laughs> I think Simon said informed, but he meant that we have a complete picture of our ignorance, which makes us informed. Oh, that was a Juno Ooh, move. We're informed <laughs> about our uninformedness. Exactly. Well, the point is, people come to this podcast not only for like our kind of deep thoughts on sports, but they also come to it to get news and what's going on in the current world of sports. And so we want to do this special episode about the NBA championships to upload in a timely fashion because uh, we just watched game four last night. It was in many senses not a surprise and we want to talk about that. Uh, and then we'll have a regular episode for you all uh, later this week, um, which will deal more in uh, more, let's say, timeless sports topics. Wait, do you mean not a surprise because it was obviously rigged? Is that what you were alluding to? Yes. Yeah. Yes, that's, ah. yeah. um, well, that, is that it? Is that all we had to say? Yeah, <laughs> is there yeah you made quick work out it. Well, I mean, so, yeah. I mean, do you want to start, Mike? I mean, I, Can I just list a bunch of things that I found remarkable, and then you guys can decide what we should talk about? Sure. All right. I didn't write these down, but I'm just going to let them off uh, as quickly as I can. So number one is uh, Dwayne Wade's outfit and uh, the fact that he d- dyed his hair red. I didn't <laughs> see any of this. Please, all right. let's talk um, about this one. No. Oh, all right. Yeah, you have to look up a picture of it. Okay. Right. Mike, you sound, Mikhail, you sound desperate. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you sound like you sound like horny to hear about 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 this. Well, this we part. we've 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 set ourselves an interesting challenge, um, you know, to fill an hour talking about a game that, like, I think we're realizing that maybe only one of us watched in its entirety. That yeah, was I didn't watch ever, any of it. That was the I first watch- accusation of horniness on this podcast ever, Dave. Well, I mean, just I think we can corroborate it. Let's just have a quick instant replay of the way that Macau said, please. No, we're not editing this one. Um, You're right. Okay. Yeah. right. You're not going to do the replay. Listeners, yeah. just, just rewind about 40 seconds. <laughs> All right. So we're going to move past Dwayne Wade. Another one I wanted to talk about is the fact that uh, when they came back from commercial break at one point, they showed the Warriors locker room and they showed the food in the locker room and it included like lots of peanut butter and jelly sandwiches. <laughs> what? Oh, let's talk about that. Let's talk about that. <laughs> Oh, wow, Mikel's, yeah. I feel um, like I need a shower after that. <laughs> so, 
Okay, I do want to talk about two things. One, I just tried to Google uh, Dwayne Wade, and uh, Dwayne Reed came up. Um, <laughs> so, uh, which was not what I wanted, but now I'm shopping for pharmaceuticals. You have that a strict one, red... one Google per day uh, <laughs> yeah, that's policy. It. That's well, it. <laughs> do, do you guys remember um, the Red Man song? It go, it, when um, my crew do drugs, Dwayne Reed couldn't read. No, that's oh, good. That's good. Oh, it's um, Red Man. Google it, listeners. Yeah, I can. Oh, can I say can I say one thing about Redman? Um, my favorite thing Redman ever said is in an interview. Somebody said, uh, "What do you think is wrong with the state of hip hop today?" And he said, "My record sales." <laughs> <laughs> no, Redman's brilliant. I mean, that's that, a really yeah. good answer. Not only did he have like the like only worthwhile episode of MTV's Cribs ever. Yep. Yeah, that's um, right. But yeah, I've been listening to the Method Man Redman uh, Blackout albums lately. And oh, they're oh, surprisingly yeah. solid. They hold up. Anyway, um, Dwayne Reed. I can't oh. find any pictures of Dwayne Wade with red hair or... It's possible I dreamed it, but I'm pretty sure he wore a funny outfit. Dwayne like a Reed. Green, a green, possibly leather jumpsuit with like giant oh, wow. sunglasses and red hair. You're getting Mikhail so horny. <laughs> <laughs> um, this is... I want to talk about the peanut butter and jelly sandwiches. Why would you have that during a game? Uh, well, protein? Um, no. Energy? There's <laughs> no. There's no. There's very little protein in a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. Is all I'm saying. A lot of energy. Isn't I it? think it's kind of like innocuous. Like it's you know, if you eat like a like a like a quarter pounder, you might sort of have an energy problem. Like a peanut butter and jelly sandwich is like low impact, but it right. fills you up. I wonder if it's like part of the Warriors' hubris is that they think they can eat junk food in the locker room and still be good, and that maybe hoping- that's what maybe that's what went wrong. Yeah, I was like super hoping that you were gonna say that they had like lobster and just like some crazy like that would be like really hubristic. Yeah, yeah like see off naked women, a champagne fountain. In the oh, we got we gotta bring the pop. I mean, we're gonna have to have a problematic <laughs> counter for this episode. I mean, Wait. I feel like I've already got a couple. I don't know. Maybe, maybe it's hard to tell. I don't. We're know. gonna need. I list some stuff from the game. Nothing's really stuck yet. How about the LeBron dunk where he pushed it to himself off the backboard? Oh, Mike, you just got really garbled. Oh, I did. Yeah, yeah. 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 I mean, I don't know. What, it's kind of embarrassing. I said oh damn! <laughs> Simon just called you garbage and embarrassing. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's not getting better either. Well, he uh, wanted to talk about LeBron's dunk off the backboard. Oh, uh, I don't know if I saw it. How's it go? How's this episode going? Would you say? Did, it's like I, deep I, analysis. Why would he do that? Why did he do that? He just had the opportunity he, to do it. I guess he wanted to show off, and it was like it was like an all-star game move or something. Well, he just leapt in the air and got stuck, like had nowhere else to go, and no one was open, so he just threw it off the board. Oh, awesome! Is my voice better? Yeah, a little bit. So wait, did he pass <laughs> the ball off the board? Like, like he bounced it off the backboard to another player? Cause no, that's... to himself. Oh, to himself. And then he dunked it. Oh, well, that's awesome. Yeah. It was okay. totally awesome. That's it's like, like a move that you don't nor- like. You don't see it that often. Well, it's oh, pr- probably pretty hard to do. You know what happened in the game that you don't see that often? Uh, it was LeBron also. He took that, I think it was a three-pointer, and the ball got stuck in the corner. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's embarrassing. What How got? often <laughs> does that happen? Mm, like uh, once every minute. You mean in the world? Like at any given time? <laughs> yeah. Once, once a minute. <laughs> <laughs> Who do you think was like most embarrassed about that? Mm. I, I think LeBron is kind of always embarrassed all the time. That's my impression of him. 
Mm-hmm. Like yeah, he has that. That's he is. You're right. I feel like in the past few years he's kind of getting past that. I feel like he's actually like growing into himself, like uh, emotionally. Really? No, you don't think so. His press conferences have been pretty alpha dog lately. Like he's just kind of chilling there, sort of clowning the media, just like you're asking dumb questions, and he seems really relaxed about it. That's true. That's true. I just think that he. I think he's even kind of ashamed of his own supremacy sometimes like he he's like sometimes the embarrassment is just directed at like he thinks we should be embarrassed like mm-hmm. the world should be embarrassed about how good he is yeah that makes sense wasn't um okay i'm gonna try to salvage this hastily conceived episode um by asking some hard-hitting sports questions great cool um like last night was some sort of offensive record correct like, yeah, they scored uh, 49 points in the first quarter, which was a record. The Cavs shit. scored 49 yeah. points in the first quarter. For a total of 137, uh, which is not a record, but the 49. Because I watched the first half of the game, uh, and then, mm-hmm. I had to, then I had to go to class. Um, and But it was pretty obvious the way things were going to me. And also because, of course, of Steph Curry's wife's tweet. I knew where things were going. And this is what I really want to talk about. What did we, she tweet? Well, no, like a year ago when she tweeted like, uh, that it was fixed. And the amazing thing about uh, Steph Curry's wife tweeting in 2016 that the NBA championships were fixed um, is if any team was actually like operatively fixing the game, it would be the Warriors, right? Like, so wouldn't she know? Like, would I mean, that's like we haven't we haven't delved into that tweet mm-hmm. enough. Because no, it's like if you're in the FBI or something, like you can't tell your wife what missions you're on. So if oh. Steph Curry's getting paid, you know, to to not play well, uh, his wife doesn't necessarily know that. Well, no. I think Simon's point is really funny. Yeah, that was like an ill-conceived like allegation on her part because well, it's exactly, like you're, yeah. you're kind of incriminating your own husband. Actually, no one would be more incriminated than Steph Curry in the scenario that she's implying. And to me, the amazing thing is that unless like they're, they were like somehow estranged during that period, <laughs> she w- was probably basing that on real information of some sort, which is like, you know, Steph Curry came home and was like, yeah, I'm not going to win tonight. You know, I don't know. We got to give the Cavs like at least, you know, we got to make this thing last a little longer. Um, and I was going to do a statistical analysis of championships that have gone 4-3 versus 4-0, but I'll save that for the next episode. Mm. Yeah, um, and... What's eerie is that since she tweeted that last year, we haven't seen her in the public eye. Like she used to be kind of present, and um, ever since then, she's gone. Like she got reprimanded or something. I don't know. That's a really good point. Yeah, I find, or or she's dead. Uh, (laughs) Yeah, I mean, just broke. Do we break that? Are we breaking that? We might be breaking that. If that's true, we broke that. And like, but to, but to <laughs> me, she, to when me, she dies in like fifty years, we can still claim it. Yeah, we like we were the first on that one. Actually, we should break a lot of stories right now because a lot of people are eventually going to die. But we'll I see. was going to say like that could start being a new segment. Like we could we could just have like a speculative breaking news segment just to see if we can break something. I would, what I I propose the title called it for that segment <laughs> where we do a loud that's a, called that's it catch here. Yeah. 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 Um, but no, I mean, really, like if someone if, if I'm implying, you know, if I'm saying like, oh, you know, the, the NBA championship was fixed, uh, you know, when the Cavs came behind from three one last year, what she means is the Warriors 
let that happen. And she'd be a person who you would think would be in the know. So I'm, I'm going to say I think it was legit information. And I think we're seeing it again. And I think something that's interesting to me is maybe, like us on this podcast, the Warriors are incapable of giving less than 100%. And when they do, when they try to prolong these championships um, to get like better quality lobster in the locker room, um, it like demoralizes them in a certain way. And that's why they lost last year. It's because they were going to throw it a little bit, and then the Cavs came, like, actually... But then they, like, were so demoralized by their own chicanery that they lost. And that's I think it's a really good theory. I'm proposing I have, that. I have a different theory, that they made a deal that, okay, we'll, we'll do seven games, Cavs will win, and then next year, meaning this year, we'll do seven games, and the Warriors will win. Okay. You think the Cavs are going are gonna to fire off three wins in a row now? Yeah, and then and then the seventh game will be super exciting, and the Warriors will win. I mean, if awesome. the Cavs win Game Five, I feel like the country is just going to like explode with excitement and joy. It's true, but we're going to explode with rage because we'll know that that, that this is totally rigged. Um, yeah. I feel like I feel like that's what we're getting at here, and well, that leads to the bigger question: Does it matter if it's rigged or not? Well, no. Oh. <laughs> no, in fact, it's better if it is rigged, I think. It's like more fun. Yeah. yeah, more interesting. We love it that it's rigged. rigged. Anything can happen. That's true. <laughs> oh, yeah, they should, they should like, implement more, like, crazier things happening then. Yeah, yeah, it's all the shit in life that isn't rigged is boring. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if like, I really believe that the championships are rigged, by the way. I just am choosing to believe that for the rest of my life. <laughs> Which is, I guess, how people do things now. So, yeah. Like, in uh, I th- when was it? In the third quarter, there was, uh, I'm sure one of you at least saw it. Uh, Durant and LeBron got into like a heated yelling argument. Yeah, that was good. It was really cool. It was really cool. We we don't know what they're saying, but it was. Did you exciting. see what? No, they said what LeBron said because uh, you could read his mouth, read his lips on the. Uh-huh. On yeah, TV. he, he said, said, "Why, why are you talking crazy?" <laughs> It's <laughs> such a great thing to say to somebody. That's amazing. That is I actually. I'm watching. I really it. want to know what Durant said. That sounds like the scripted line. Well, I'm watching it. Well, first oh. of all, yes, and I'm. And secondly, I'm watching it right now, and I'm pretty good at lip reading. And um, I'm going to question this. I think what LeBron is saying is, "It's your turn to throw this game. You promised. <laughs> you swore." <laughs> to which Kevin Durant replies, "Yes." Yes, we're throwing this one. I apologize. I won't make any more baskets. And then he doesn't for the rest of the game. Yeah. yeah. And then, like, later in the game, they actually just reenacted that whole scene from Pulp Fiction about uh, throwing the boxing match. Yes. Yeah. Uh, it was like, that's just pride fucking with you. <laughs> yeah, I thought it was weird that when they showed the Warriors locker room with all the sandwiches that LeBron was in there eating a sandwich. <laughs> um, and that actually all the Cavaliers were in there and it was like really crowded and yeah I thought it was strange you're making me hungry I think I'm going to go make a peanut butter sandwich right now I don't well, know jelly under, this under is what why kind of peanut butter they used oh, sorry oh no this is why we need a sponsorship this because we have that kind of power over it's probably over, crunchy oh, I wouldn't think, I wouldn't so. think so oh no why did I oh. there's a horrible you. echo on the line it's better that was, now that was my fault Sorry, I did something stupid. 
I unplugged my um. Oh, <laughs> so you, like, my speakers picked up. Yeah, I mean, if you're legitimately gonna go make a sandwich, uh, put. I I literally was. <laughs> <laughs> um, I was gonna. I was just gonna bring my laptop without the headphones, and then I realized, wait a minute, what am I? <laughs> the sound, yeah, okay. I'm gonna bring the whole. I'll bring the speakers. Every sorry, let's get back to it. Or, or you we've, can, all, put, we've all been put, there, Dave. We've all, been, <laughs> we've all wanted to make a sandwich in the middle of this fiasco. I'm actually, yeah, well, people probably. This is this is like you know this is a shtick, but I'm actually going to make a peanut butter sandwich now. <laughs> I'm pretty hungry. This, this podcast always makes me want to eat my feelings too. I understand. And you're in the middle of a of a show right now in in Helsinki. Like you're. you're yeah, it's it's not in Helsinki. It's a hundred kilometers outside of Helsinki. But yeah, I had a really disastrous sound check where. It took us two hours to figure out why this ground hum was happening, and now it's all solved technically, but emotionally it is not solved. So I'm trying to like, yeah, eat away the pain. And it's great that you just your response was just to like go home, <laughs> go go record a sports podcast. And uh, I know because yeah. the venue is like five minutes from the place I'm staying. So I was like, all right, I need some space. I'm gonna I'll be back in like an hour, guys. <laughs> That's wonderful. We do a uh, Warriors peanut butter sandwiches. Let's analyze that. Oh, yeah. Okay, um, crunchy or smooth, skippy, you know, organic. Um, what are we thinking? I remain disgusted that, that like they would eat peanut butter sandwiches during a game, but certainly they're not going to go crunchy. Um, yeah, that's what I think too. Smooth. Wait, right? why, would, why wouldn't they go crunchy? Why would? Too, I too, can't imagine them going smooth. Uh, crunchy is just going to be harder to digest. It's just going to stay yeah. in your innards longer. Um, I mean, first oh, of all, you're making me anxious. Do you think that's I shouldn't do that? Like twenty minutes before I play. <laughs> I don't think it'll be that much of an factor since you're not playing basketball. But if you were going to be very physically active, I would say don't have a peanut butter sandwich because I'm a very I'm a very athletic performer, Simon. <laughs> but you're having a, you are having a beer, right? I also am having a beer. That's true. See, that's something I would also have discouraged the Warriors from having. Right. So I think the I think the two will cancel each other out. Is what I'm yep. telling you. I'm probably like 50-50 right now on trying to like help myself and trying to sabotage myself. Okay. Well, <laughs> you're on the right podcast. Um, so, yeah. Uh, I, I'm, going, um, I'm going smooth. I don't know. Yeah. Can smooth. I bring up I'm another issue? Um, I have another issue from the game I wanted to get to the bottom of. Okay. Um, which is, I want to know why Kyrie Irving's jersey always comes untucked more often than any <laughs> other player in the league. It's true. Hmm. Mm. Yeah, because his shorts are probably because his shorts are too loose. <laughs> that's like that's a reasonable <laughs> hypothesis. I mean, that would be one reason. Alternately, yeah, yeah his shirt could be too short. Like his jersey's yeah. too short. No, but doesn't it always look really long? Like when his shirt is untucked, it looks really it long. Does. It does. Yeah, it it looks right absurdly long. Might it be something to do with his torso, like his actual body? That's what I was thinking. I was thinking it might also have something to do with like. With his, um, I don't know, what do you call it? Like the way that someone moves, because you know he has a really unique way of moving his yeah. body. He's probably, probably uh, the that's true. Player in, maybe he's probably the shiftiest player in the NBA. Um, right, like yeah. if you did all that like wild dribbling and, and and spins around and everything, like your shirt would probably come untucked also. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. I'm trying to picture like a basketball player doing like a fadeaway shot, and like during it, he like reaches down and tucks his jersey back in. Oh, that'd be awesome. That would be like the coolest move ever. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Or if you like had an assistant that every time you took a jump shot, your assistant would run out and tuck your shirt in for you and then run back. Like Uh, the dudes who wipe down the floor? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, Or like the ball boys in tennis. 
Mm-hmm. So those guys are called ball boys, actually, in basketball. Yeah. Really? How about, can we talk about when Draymond, like, during the jump ball, which was after, um, actually, after the ball got stuck in the net, there was a jump ball, and Draymond, uh, it was knocked back to him. He went to grab it, and he knocked Eman Schumpert, like, in the <laughs> face. <laughs> you got that name exactly right, Mikkel. <laughs> Per- you got both parts of it perfect. <laughs> um, E-Man Schubert. <laughs> I don't. Know who, I don't know who that is. Me neither. Uh, okay. Yeah. All right. Well, at um, a flat top. Uh, okay. So, are we analyzing this? Well, he did. Two- no, he did. He whacked Shump right in the head. And so there's a couple interesting things about it. Like if it was a technical foul, meaning it was intentional, and is Draymond or or any basketball player smart enough to like, he made it look like it was not intentional because he was looking the other way, but was he smart enough to make it look not intentional on purpose? Then it was funny when when Shump got, uh, like he got hit in the head and his head tilted to the side, and then he just kind of like left his head to the side. Like he didn't. Yeah. He, Brett, he didn't immediately lift his head back. Yeah. Hey, Brett, I got a yes. little bit lost because once I heard you, once I heard you call him uh, He Man Schubert, I couldn't really <laughs> hear the rest of it. Um, can you just give us a little more like background on what you're talking about, just for a second? I just, I just, <laughs> I know, but but once you said He Man Schubert, I couldn't really hear anything else. But I do feel okay. like I do feel like the listeners would have heard. Okay, get it. <laughs> Simon Simon makes a good point. Um, <laughs> I mean, <laughs> but it was like it was a classic Draymond move in a game that was like a classic Draymond game uh, that included him like going full on WWF heel and like marching up and down the court, waving at fans who are booing him like in the middle. Oh, yeah, of the- yeah. <laughs> it was so much fun to watch. That was um, awesome. But yeah, you know, he definitely hit Shump in the head on purpose. You think yeah, on purpose? Draymond is definitely like the Iron Sheik of. Of uh, the NBA, I'd say. <laughs> yeah, because it yeah, did not totally. look on purpose. I get really annoyed uh, by how Steph Curry acts after foul calls. Me too. Like it's really, it, it feels like um, just a performance uh, that's really over the top in either direction. Like whether he's happy or sad, it, it's starting to feel deeply like inauthentic, and especially when he's unhappy, when like he clearly fouled someone and it gets called on him. And for, like, 15 minutes, he, like, howls with outrage at, like, the cruelty of God above while, like, dropping to his knees and sobbing and pounding on the court with both fists. And, you know, and we're all just like, yeah, no, like, you think that was a bad call? Okay, like, let's, we get it. Um, (laughs) Don't you think LeBron is worse, though? I mean, he's... LeBron's bad, but I I, I oddly... Now, see, this is where... You know, this is where I'm bringing my own biases in, but I feel like LeBron is more authentic. It feels more sincere. In LeBron's defense, he gets fouled three times for every one time that it's called because he's just, he's like so strong and athletic at this point that like he gets whacked and it doesn't look like a foul because his body doesn't even register it yeah, as, as like an impact. So mm-hmm. whereas like Steph Curry, well, yeah. He's, he's, a, he's a frail lad. Yeah. Um, he, he always looks like he's getting fouled even when he's like standing alone. Yeah. I mean, when you see him at the end of the game, like, you know, like tie his little bundle of books on a ribbon and and skip off carrying it. Like you kind of realize, like this guy, you know, he's he is a physical kind of miracle in terms of basketball. He's not a big person, 
But yeah, but I mean, he like he's so dramatic with these foul calls, and I I just don't yeah. think it's like sincere. I think it is like it's like what are you trying to do? Like convince the ref to retract their opinion based on your wonderful uh, emo- emotive reaction? Like, yeah, that's never gonna happen. So, there was a lot of whining last night, and the game yes. was like six hours long because there were so many pauses. I know. Yeah, there was no momentum. They couldn't like get anything yeah. going. Well, the first yeah. quarter, I mean, the first quarter was really entertaining. Um, and then, yeah. But even then, like it was like really there was there was quite a lot of um, like whining. I felt like. But you know who yeah. didn't whine? Um, a person who Dave just has made me aware of the existence of. Uh, Michael Michael Fassbender himself, Kevin Love. <laughs> Who 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 both looks and behaves like Michael Fassbender, and I wasn't on the episode where you guys delved delve deep into Kevin Love and his um, shitty ancestry. Yeah, but, his shitty ancestry. Yep, I said. Oh it. yeah, right. Got it. Oh, he did. He had a great game last night. <laughs> yeah, I, I almost. I I just had a. We we're not editing this one, but you would have just heard a problematic ding get retracted right then. Is I think what just happened. Dave thought maybe I was being problematic, and then he was like, "No, that's correct, actually." <laughs> no, no, I just I couldn't remember what you were talking about, but yeah, now I remember. I was just I was also thinking about I don't know if you guys have. It's not really fun. I, I don't know. It's pretty funny um, when <laughs> when Kevin and, and we've talked about this too. But like when Kevin Love got his his uh, his arm ripped out of ripped out of his socket, and <laughs> the way that he like immediately. Like like ran to the locker room like like I don't know you look like like Quasimodo like coming into the light and like everyone laughed and just like, like yeah <laughs> oh really like, that was one, one of the weirdest things I've ever seen yeah Brit Google That's, that uh, Kevin like Love on a, like on a sitcom when like the kid runs out of the room because they got in trouble yeah or like just yeah like that trope someone like really awkward running away from an embarrassment where like they're running in, in, in zag and they're kind of like holding themselves and hunched over. <laughs> Like he, that's what he did. It's really weird. Did he weird. dislocate his shoulder? Is that what it was, Dave? Yeah, he got his shoulder. Yeah. He got his arm like. That's got to be such an unnerving injury, like to have part of your body get pulled out of your body. <laughs> like, I, under- I, I, I understand. Especially when, especially when that arm is worth like whatever it's worth, like ten, fi- nine, uh, how many figures? A lot of figures. Yeah. Right. Hundred million dollars. So whatever. Yeah, many, many figures. Yeah, there's a guy in my kung fu class whose arm gets dislocated every now and then, and it is really unsettling like his arm is just suddenly like halfway down his torso um, <laughs> and then he i mean he, he it's an old wrestling injury so he just pops it back into place while we all like kind Ugh. of avert our eyes and yeah. like does he do yeah, it intentionally to psych you out like no before? no it's not like in lethal weapon 2 i okay. we were thinking the same thing there um it, it no it just happens it actually is it like happen. is it all like wiggly on top but when it's, I, haven't, I haven't touched it. I mean, yeah. what he what he kind of does to bring it back in is he'll like grab onto something and like flex the muscle, like his deltoid muscle, and that like pulls the Ugh. bone back into its socket. Um, but I mean, I always like my brain always goes to like, God, what if something gets like caught in between? And like, <laughs> oh, ugh, you know. Oh my God. Yeah. Anyway, try. I'm trying to reduce my anxiety right now, man. Okay. Well, I've got a. I've got a. I've got a question for you. This doesn't relate specifically to Game Four, but uh, Dave Dominique. Um, are you? Have you seen uh, the photo from a couple of months ago of Kevin Durant's uh, "Get Well" potato? <laughs> no. <laughs> okay. So for whatever reason, when Kevin Durant was out a couple months ago, someone sent him a potato on which they wrote, wrote "They wrote, wishing you a quick recovery, KD. Hope this stupid potato eases the pain." And they right. and, and they mailed it to him, and he took a photo of himself having like his like doing physical therapy with the potato on his lap. 
What? Um, and he was like, thanks for the potato, uh, whoever sent this. He said, he said, treatment and inspirational potatoes. Thanks, whoever you are. They sent it to like, where, like to, uh, like, I, I, I want to send some stuff to some NBA players. I think it's like Santa, like it's like Santa Claus. If you just put anything in an envelope and write <laughs> Kevin Durant NBA, it'll they get have to deliver it. Yeah, I yeah, think Bridge. Like I think Bridge just got put on a watch list, but yeah. Well, okay, so I'm looking at this now. Uh, so I'm I'm delving deep. Uh, Dirk Nowitzki, Nowitzki, yes. close Nowitzki. I was very close. Dirk Nowitzki, uh, also a basketball player of some team. Uh, received a potato. <laughs> I um, thought you were going to say repute, but yeah. No, I don't know. I don't know that that's true, so I wouldn't say it. Yeah, he's um, like the greatest uh, European player. Oh, okay. Well, he got a potato, and I'm looking. At, he actually photographed the package. It was mailed to him in South San Francisco. That's all I know. But it came from Potato Parcel. Um, and boy, I hope my mic's not popping on these. And he said, it's whoever not. sent me this potato, much appreciated. And he tweeted that. And that was March 15th, 2017. And then uh, Kevin, and then, um, actually, I guess everyone got potatoes with their images on them. And then Kevin Durant's, actually, this is kind of becoming okay. sad the more I dig into this. Cause, um, <laughs> yeah, I feel like it's a product placement thing and we're falling for it. And we're placing potatoes even harder. <laughs> it's like totally like the Irish like potato lobby. Well, see, it's, I, I think it might even be sadder than that. Cause Hassan White, Whiteside got a, a potato with his image on it. Um, Frank Kaminsky, the third got a potato with his image on it. And then two days later. Kevin Durant tweeted his potato, which just had writing on it. And I think, I hate to say it, I think Kevin Durant mailed himself a potato because he felt <laughs> jealous and sad. And he wanted to get in on it, but he didn't know how to put his picture on it. So he just wrote something on a potato and took a photo with it. Because everyone else has like the envelopes in their photo. And Kevin Durant's is just a potato with like Sharpie writing on it. And that's I, classic. That's classic Durant. Right that's there. classic KD to mail yourself a potato and pretend that you got a potato from a fan. Why is that classic KD? That's that's the kind of he's always a showboat with the potato, and he's also extremely. <laughs> he's always a showboat with the potato. Well, and <laughs> Andy's Andy's really insecure. He's like really, he's an insecure, like really kind of emotionally insecure guy. Yeah. So Kevin like Durant. Yeah, I can totally see him being like these three guys got potatoes. Why is anyone mailed me a potato? Oh, I've got an idea. I'll go to the grocery <laughs> store. I'll buy a potato. I'll write on it as if it were a fan and I'll take a photo of myself with a potato and then everyone will think I have fans that send me potatoes. Like yeah, you can Simon's, totally see him doing that. Simon getting really right super reckless with the uh, conspiracy theories today. Look, the one thing I've learned about the NBA, other than that, it's all rigged. Um, no, actually that was it. That's all I know. About the NBA. <laughs> can so, we um, go so back to Draymond Green thought, hitting? Okay. Hold that thought. Sorry. I got to go guys. I got to, uh, I got to mellow out and go play this gig. Okay. Okay. Uh, Dave has so. to quote unquote mellow out. All right. <laughs> well, yeah. Did I, I revved you up with my potato theory? I'm sorry about that. Uh, well, Dave, did you eat the sandwich? I did. All right. Well, then everything is going to be fine. <laughs> I think it's going to be okay. But uh, all right. Well, have a know, good show. It's, it's, right. it's been fun. Um, if you guys record the second episode today, good luck. If uh, if you want to record it tomorrow, I'm I'm available. <laughs> Uh, we'll probably, I mean, we're here, we'll probably do it. But yeah, anyway, uh, break a leg, have a great time, and uh, right, we'll talk guys. to you soon. All right, thanks, guys. Later. Yeah, good luck. See you, Dave. Right, let's see if this ends our call. All right, are you guys still there? I'm here. Uh, oh, we lost. I'm, I'm here. We oh. lost Dave, which is uh, right, what we would okay. expect. Okay, all right, so we should wrap this up pretty soon because we're, uh, we're at like 30 minutes. 
Right. Um, Mikkel, you wanted to go back to Draymond and Chump? Just after that whole thing happened, then there was all that, you know, uh, technical foul called. Everyone thought it was on Draymond. And then later it was revealed that it was on uh, Steve Kerr. Yeah. And then I was wondering if a good coach, like, you know, you're in this high intensity game, you know, you got Draymond, who's a hothead. Well, like, did, would Steve Kerr purposefully, like, jump off the bench and make a big scene so that he draws the technical foul instead of Draymond? Like, is that a strategic right. move someone can do? Well, wouldn't they or, both like, get foul calls? Well, I mean, I think Mikel is asking, like, would Steve Kerr jump out to get the technical before Draymond could? Oh, Hmm. Or it just like distracts the refs, like things are yeah. just started getting really crazy, and like they're just. So. I mean, they wouldn't. They probably wouldn't call a technical foul on both of them. Or at a certain point, the refs, like the if the NBA is rigged, it's really the job of the refs that are like controlling the pacing and the momentum of the game, and like. I don't. The know. refs. I I, I feel yeah. like it would be the responsibility of the team. That's supposed to lose more than the refs, but for the I mean, refs, if that, yeah, yeah, if that game were actually rigged, um, it. I mean, obviously, what would have happened is they would have given Draymond the second technical, and then he would be out, and then the Cavs definitely win. As it turns out, of course, they won even with him on the court. But that yeah. would be the way. That would be the way that you would do it. I think but that, would, that would have been too predictable. Though. Too that obvious. Been, yeah. Too yeah. obvious. It's kind of what happened last year with all the nut kicking. Yeah, we had some some nut punching in this game by uh, yeah ja, my least favorite player Jaja, who's like can't do anything except I mean can't do anything that guy and he doesn't even play that much like they I don't know why they start a center because I'd like to look up and see how many I'm gonna look it up right now to see how many minutes Zaza even plays but he's always out like halfway into the first quarter so I I don't I there don't were so many times in, in in the game last night when like. He was just like standing there, doing nothing, standing under the 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 hoop, and not even going for the rebound or like, like the Warriors didn't go for any rebounds last night. Well, I think that was I think that's part of the fix is they were like we're gonna have to do this with no rebounds. Like, um, yeah, yeah. If, if we miss, that's it. We we go back to the other side of the court. Um, I am curious about like what your overall question was, which is like if you see that your player is about to foul, like, and you're the coach, do you like quickly like go kick a ref, right, and like distract them? I I mean I like that, but I don't think I've ever seen that, and I think it would require. I mean I guess if you're a really good coach, you can kind of predict things to that split second extent, but I I think it's hard because I think like by the fouls happen very quickly. And did you but, see the did you see the whole game, Simon? No, no, I just saw. So then, yeah. I don't know if you know this part of it. Then later in the game, Draymond got what, uh, what would have been his third technical foul. No, second. It would have been a second. His second. Yeah. When do you get ejected from the game? The second. Yeah, that that would have been the one that ejected him. So he would have gotten ejected. Then everyone realized they made a mistake. They didn't realize Steve Kerr got the technical foul that first time. They thought Draymond got it. And like everyone from the announcers to like, I, I don't know, to Steve Kerr himself, didn't realize he drew the technical foul instead of Draymond. So then, Draymond ended up staying in the game. Hmm. It's like a really weird 
Sounds fishy. Uh, it, it, yeah, yeah, it was. I, I mean, was everyone thought he was out. That's when the fans started going crazy. That's when Draymond did the WWF heel behaviors, and everyone just assumed he was out. And then they they realized. So if if there was a fix in any direction, I think the conspiracy is going to be that the the refs realized that that second technical actually wasn't deserved because it really wasn't. Like they called him for right. a foul. He like swiped his arm in the air, and they gave him a technical on top of that. So I think what happened is you can't. I guess you can't retract a technical. So if anything, the conspiracy is that they went to that table and they were like, what do we do? I know, we can just say the first one was to Steve Kerr. Oh, you, oh, you cannot retract a technical? That's my guess. I mean, I've never seen it. Because uh-huh. if nothing else, it puts you in a real position of weakness. You know, like All right, the reps like, say, oh, yeah. okay. Oh, right, right. right Especially because right. a technical foul like that, it's different than a like a regular foul at least has some hypothetically some objective basis but the right. a technical like that is just based on like Draymond misbehaved in a way that we can't permit so to then say well we can actually permit that <laughs> that it, right. it's hard i'd imagine it's hard to do that so it was a fascinating more than the peanut butter and jelly or Dwayne Wade's outfit it was a fascinating moment for sure i do have also, some questions about fouls in general but i'm going to save them for our next episode Great. And then also when when Jaja went down with the ball, yeah, and uh, he was fighting with Corver, and then Eman Schubert came over and <laughs> was like fighting with him, and then Jaja kind of punched Eman Schubert in the nuts. Yeah, but no no fouls were called. Yeah, yeah, that happened. Um, I well. Um, sorry, I was trying to make a joke out of that name that involves Chopin as a last name, and I got distracted. I, I was trying to do uh, one earlier so. that was like e- either Egon Scheel or like Schubert, uh, Schubert or something. <laughs> like, yeah, like I was trying for like, yeah, I, 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 yeah. I don't know. Anyway, Sherbert, um, Sherbert ice cream. Yeah. Oh, I did want to say quickly that LeBron did kick someone in the nuts in Game Three, though, right? Was definitely, did he? Yeah, yeah. I saw like images online of like, yeah. yeah, when he did like one of his like shots, like like his leg, his leg went between someone else's, and I think it, rule... it didn't get it didn't get called. It was, yeah. it was. I think, yeah. I think the rule is you get one. Like you're allowed one per series, and then the second one, they're like you can't keep doing that per series or per game. Yeah, either. Yeah, probably with LeBron, it's per game. All right, I think we should. I do, what else do we have to say about Game Four? And and what are our predictions for this this series? Because we're we're posting this prior to Game Five. That's the only reason we're doing it right now. That's the reason we're awake. Um, I don't have a prediction. I'm desperate for the Cavs to keep winning so we get more basketball. Because last night was so much fun. It's not impossible for me to imagine that the Warriors are a little bit nervous. Do That's you all. think? Yeah. Do you think them being nervous would make them better or worse? I think it'll make them worse. Um, I, my my hunch is that like nervousness of historically great teams is worse than other kinds of nervousness. Because uh, yeah, I can imagine them feeling very exposed and vulnerable. Because like because if they lose on Monday at home, then like anything could happen. Could there be a team wide yips or or <laughs> anus anus terrible or whatever that thing was? <laughs> yeah. Um, there could be either either of those or other things also. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, well, uh, my prediction, uh, tied championship. It'll go to game seven, and then mm-hmm. game seven will be a tie. Uh, uh, and then Congress has to vote. Well, uh, yeah, and, and that's kind of it. Like we, Well, it'll come down to like an arm wrestling thing, but because it'll be between the two best players on each team, 
it'll be LeBron versus Steph Curry, and uh, ultimately the Cavs are going to win the championship. But it's wow. going to be based on an arm wrestling thing. Wow. Yeah. Right. I really like uh, when you suggested that uh, Nosferatu, Adam Silver, was being kept alive by the Russians. <laughs> I do. Like, I really do believe that, I think. Uh, all kidding aside, I, I believe that. I called the uh, Warriors in five. That was my prediction from the start, and I'm going to stick with it. All right. Okay. It's looking, looking safe on some level. So we'll see. All right. Thanks for I just want to talk. Wait, there's one more thing that happened. Damn it. In game four, no, there's... There's another part where uh, two of the Cavs, uh, I think it was, um, it was LeBron and another player, like, ran into each other. Oh, Did you yeah. See that, yeah, and I think he ran down. into Humpert Humpert, yeah. Yeah, that was pretty, that was pretty funny. Uh, he ran and, into the protagonist of Nabokov's Lolita? <laughs> yeah, that's, that's my new nickname for Shump. <laughs> okay, got it. Oh, and then did you see <laughs> That was a stretch. <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> All right. A fan got escorted from the game? Yes, and apparently I read about him today. I'm glad you brought that up. Apparently he was, he was like, like a, handshaking and high fiving like all well, the. He's a super fan, and like LeBron and Tristan Thompson went to his wedding. Like he's a he's a well connected oh. NBA fan, oh. um, but I guess he got into an argument with uh, what's his name, Matt Barnes. Oh, um, oh, which we've got a we've got some uh, Matt Barnes gossip for the next episode. So okay, uh, stay tuned. Hold that. Hold Listen. that thought. Yeah, next next episode is going to be different than this one um all right so thanks for checking into our i mean all right thanks for listening all right goodbye (laughs) (laughs) make Make room for sports make room for sports make room for sports make room for sports